best of both worlds, which is really great because I can come into the office and then I can just go and jump in the van and drive north or south. All right, everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Digital Nomads Daily Podcast. Today, we have a true van life person in our podcast. I'm so, so, so excited to have you. Welcome, welcome to our podcast, Chels. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so before we go into like the conversation about your fan life and all of that, I just want to give our audience a quick introduction of who you are and all of that. So my first question for you is, how long have you been nomading? This question is always really hard to answer. I've owned my I've owned my own business almost three years, the 9th of March. So pretty soon will be the third birthday. But right from 18, literally graduated high school and that summer packed my little Dodge Neon and I drove across the country. And ever since then, I've kind of like I've stopped in between for work and then traveled. So I've been kind of doing that on and off nomad save up a lot of money and then go pack my backpack and roam around and spend all my money and then go back to Canada and start over <laughs> again. Going on like nine years. Wow. How old? Nine, 10 years. So I'm you're 28 now. now. 28. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so about 10 years. Cause yeah, I was 18 and I was like, all right, pack the car. First road trip across Canada. I've done five of them now. Wow, that's so cool. But so, you hear this a lot that now people decide I am go going nomad or nomadic. I'm 32, but there's also like for me this sort of, I didn't decide, it just happened. Yeah, it's weird. Like, as you say, nomading, it's literally right from 18. Yeah, because even I wasn't necessarily a digital nomad, but I was only taking summer jobs. I would only take summer contracts and then I go float around and travel even within Canada. I didn't stay in the same spot. And how do you sustain yourself right now? Is you, you said that your business is uh, for three years now. What What's your business about? Yeah, so I started off in social media, um, obviously just from growing my own travel account. I've always, I was in photography club when I was high school, uh, when I was in high school. So it's definitely one of the cool kids. In photography club. Um, and I almost went to school for photography, actually. I dropped out of uni at the end of it um, in a totally different realm. But um, I don't know, it, ju it just kind of circled around through growing my own social media that I had other people reaching out to me. And then I just randomly got a client just through work. And from there, it just kind of snowballed. So from social media and strategy and design, I then made my way into website design. Mm. Um, so I've got a really big core focus. My, my nerd side comes out again. Um, sometimes strictly just SEO services. It really depends on the client. And then, of course, my love for photography never really left. Um, so I do brand collabs and brand deals um, from here and there. Yeah. That's really nice. I think also what you said about like dropping out of university, it's not like with a doctor like or a lawyer. If you take this, yes. then you can do all of these things. Like there's especially in like the the digital marketing kind of vibe. Very yeah. much so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was in a nursing program because I went I went safety and I only I made it halfway through my degree. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then dropped out. Well, I don't want to be a nurse. I want to travel. I just, I just yeah. want to climb mountains and take photos. I'm not going back. And honestly, it's kind of funny looking back at it now because I make more now than I would be if I was an RN back in Canada. Probably. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I set my own schedule. I work with clients that I want to. I get to travel and have a van and have a home office. And now I look yeah. back and I'm like, oh, it's a good thing I didn't go into the safety net. <laughs> Dropping out of uni, I understand. But I do think that to a certain degree, school is, uh, is good also for other things. And doing internships and those kind of things. Because mm-hmm. it's not just about making money. It's also about being a nice colleague, learn how to communicate with clients. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, even those first couple of years of uni, they taught me kind of time management and things like that. I was a fine dining server. That's how I funded all of my travels. So it was Mm -hmm. literally from my serving job, learning how to talk to people, learning how to communicate with people, money management. And then I went to uni and now I'm learning time management and like organizational skills. So being able to kind of have those skills from uni, it definitely helped. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I would love to talk a little bit about one of the, I think the most amazing things ever is that you work from a fan. Part-time. Part-time. So obviously with pandemic in place um, and Australia is still actually quite locked down, couldn't leave the country. We're all obviously like at home. So when the border started opening up, I I had the great idea that I was going to rent a van and drive 8,000 kilometers by myself around the entire bottom half of Australia, still in the middle of a pandemic. And I was gone from being in a house, and I mean, all of us were for about two years, to being in a van, taking these really weird back roads and stuff. Mm. And then when I got back here, um, my two best mates, they were looking for a new house for a rental. So we rented this house together and I was like, well, and after doing this big trip, I was like, I, I need a home office base. I want to have a base, but I also am going to get bored. I need to be able to go. So that's when I was like, I need to buy a vehicle anyways. Let's just buy a van and build one out. Um, and about two and a half months later, I had Vanny DeVito. <laughs> That's so cool. That's what I've named her. So I've I've got the best of both worlds, which is really great because I can come into the office and then I can just go and jump in the van and drive north or south. Sweet. And so aside from like the perks, what what are things that were really challenging uh, at the beginning for you to kind of do it this way? To get to get into the van. Mm-hmm. Um I think the big things were, again, a bit with like the separation of house and home of work and travel, which is why I kind of went with the two so I could have that balance. And I've done it before where I've gone on a road trip and just brought my laptop. And the next thing I know, it's been like four hours and I'm still I'm in this beautiful place, but I'm still on my laptop. So it's, it, it is a big mindset shift. Again, this comes right back to time management and stuff like that, where it's, all right, I'm going to give myself X amount of time to get this done and then go out and roam and things like that. And then, of course, you have to worry about 
which I had to think about a lot when I was building the van because um, I didn't want one that I could stand up in. But of course, I need to be able to sit up straight. So we had to put the bed down a little bit lower to make sure that I could sit up straight in the bed, obviously. Um, the way that we configured kind of one of the sitting areas. So I've got an extra like padded back pillow that's almost there. So I've got somewhere to sit. The bamboo desk was a pretty easy one, um, obviously with power and things like that. So there's solar on top of the van. And then, of course, the biggest one, where does all of this go when I'm not in the van? Sweet. Some of the equipments, like what are maybe not just like for working remote, but also like regards to um, your job, like what are things that you really need to have um, so I have slightly different setups for each of them. Um, home office, I have a sit stand desk because my legs get very bored. Um, and I need to be able to go from sitting to like standing. Okay. Yeah. Um, big, I've got a big second screen here. Of course, with website design, I want to be able to check all of my clients' websites. So I've got my laptop, I've got my iPad. I've obviously got my cell phone and then I've got my bigger screen so that when I'm in the office, it's, it's just a lot easier. And then I've got this little like pop-up stand thing that my laptop's sitting on right now. Always, always the AirPods. I've got a external hard drive. I cannot recommend the hard drive enough. <laughs> Saving grace. Um, and then I've got, of course, like my little um, keyboard and mouse and things like that. These are really handy for the office when I need to be able to kind of sit back a bit. Um, and then when I'm in the van, I've got this little pop-up bamboo desk. Um, and one key thing I always have, like I've obviously got one here in the office is a USB to attach my laptop, um, to my second screen, but I also always keep one in the van. I always kind of keep one in there. Um, USB cord and phone charger and an extra power cord. Um, and all three of those always stay in the van. But also, yeah. I yeah. we, like me and my partner, also have an extra cord because we use, mostly live in Airbnbs. And common is that there's always like a big TV with like Netflix. But on those yeah. sort of newer TVs, you can also plug your computer. And I love plugging my computer, yeah. tagging my email on the couch, large screen. Yes. Yes. So just that yeah. cord is so small and then you can, you can really like benefit from it. Uh, instead of yeah. carrying around like a big screen, because you know, if you travel a lot, you don't have so much space. Like, yeah. Okay. So that, those are like very like essential tech belongings to do your job. Do you experience any changes from um, to how you lived your life in the past 10 years in terms of personal belongings? Like, how do you feel about materialistic stuff? <laughs> like shoes, so clothes. I, I am constantly, not getting made fun of, but it's pointed out quite a lot. I moved over here with just a backpack. It was five and a half years ago, but, but it's just like this running joke. I own three pairs of shoes. I will never own any more. I've got a pair of running shoes. I've got a pair of rain boots and I've got my Birkenstock sandals. I've got all three covered and I'm never going to own more shoes. My rule is when I buy something, every new thing I buy, one thing's got to go. But I, I think that many digital or digital nomads, nomads or travelers, like 
a lot of people that go remote, they might start with things that they like, they think they need all of this. And then along the way, you slowly like ditch stuff. And then yeah, you purge everything. It's so good. Like this is one thing that I, a transformation that I really love. And I'm so grateful that I had that because I was the girl with like a hundred pair of shoes and I would like go shoe shopping when I was stressed. And now when I'm stressed, I go to the beach, I listen to an audiobook, I use my Kindle. So it's just a whole different behavior to like challenges that we face. Um, And I I think it's also the consciousness of of a lot of like travel travelers or like that comes with this lifestyle, which is, it's like, it's- You start detaching from things almost. Yeah, you realize when I was in high school, same thing when I used to get stressed, when me and my friends would get stressed, we'd like go thrift shopping. It's our favorite thing to do. My closet, like the same closet, literally the same size closet that I have now, where like maybe a third of it is full. It was literally stuffed to the brim. Like yeah. I remember I'd like have to shoulder check clothes to kind of like put stuff in yeah, and yeah. it up. Like it was so full. And yeah, just in that first initial, like the when I first went out west, And I had, I think it was like four suitcases of clothes at my cousin's house. And then I flew back home. And then when I went to a fout the next time, like the next summer, it was like two suitcases. Yeah. Because we just, I would, every time I went to a pack, I'd be like, all right, call all of our friends. Each one brings a snack or a bottle of wine. And I would just, we'd put all of my clothes that I didn't want all around the house and just come and get all of my girlfriends, all of her girlfriends, like just come to our house and like literally shop, take whatever you want. Just bring me snacks. That's all I want in return <laughs> and a bottle of wine. And we, we've literally done that like three times. Yeah. So I yeah. just like, every time I went back to my hometown, I've just slowly like get rid of more and more and more stuff. And then it's like, I feel so free. I have nothing in storage. No one's watching anything for me. Like, and also like good. to what you're saying it, it was a process. I think that there is a lot of content online now about like take the leap, ditch this, like very hectic movement. Just do the thing, go all in. Like what? It's so aggressive. Aggressive. Whereas it's it's a process. It's okay to own stuff. It's okay to have and a job and working on your own business. We don't have to go all in. Like it's okay to like You see it so much. And you see it, especially on like TikTok and Instagram reels, they're so bad for it. And they're like, oh, I built out a van and I moved into the van. And I've seen this a lot where you see these people that are like, the van life in general also gets glam- like glamorized. Like been following a couple accounts of people that go full time into van life. And then three, four, five months down the line, you their stories and their posts start changing and They don't feel settled. They don't feel grounded. They feel like they're constantly on the move. They're kind of regretting their decision. And it's like, well, yeah, because that online culture is you can get 10K months in four weeks and you have to not own anything and you have to be traveling around constantly and living in hotels or you need to be in a van full time where it's it's not true. You can have the balance. I've got a house and I've got a van. And you can, I've got the best of both worlds. Sometimes I need to feel at home and feel grounded and I can just sit in my house for a couple of days and then I get antsy and I just go jump in the van and I drive away somewhere for a week. Like, and that's it. Like it, it's, I think that it's also like a beautiful way to kind of end the episode with is that 
It's about what you feel. It's about what you're, what do you need? What do you need to grow or to get to from point A to point B to point C? But it's not, yeah. it's not a big jump. It doesn't have to be that way. And also these big jumps, yeah. it, it causes a lot of anxiety. It's not sustainable. Yeah. And I, and that's something is so, so extremely important. Also why, yeah, why we're doing all these interviews, but real nomads to kind of be like, Hey, what happened to your life? Because this is what's been said online. And then there's this whole yeah. behind the scenes. And it's also why we do Digital Nomads Daily to kind of not talk about all that sexy stuff, but just really focus on the realness. On the real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. If you can afford to, if you can afford your travels and your food and the clothes on your back, and you've got an emergency fund with a, enough to get a flight home in case anything happens, I mean just have fun yeah. <laughs> go to the beach the beach is free like go hang yeah. out climb a mountain there's so much stuff to do yeah. so much stuff all right so where can people follow your stories uh where can they find you online um so my business name is traveler by trade um traveler with two l's because it is the canadian spelling <laughs> um but yeah instagram pinterest tiktok facebook Everything is Traveler by Trade. Same with my website, travelerbytrade.com. My TikTok is where you kind of see the more unsexy side of traveling, running a business, being an immigrant, obviously because I am in the process of immigrating into Australia. So TikTok's the more fun side. That's the one I don't send to my retainer clients. Instagram <laughs> is a little bit more finessed. <laughs> all right. Well, we will put all your links in the show notes. So if you would go to digitalnomadsdaily.com forward slash podcast, you will find our episode right there. Thank you so much for joining the podcast. I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Yes. Thank you for having me.